welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. This episode is sponsored by the Wooster Brush Company, Purdy Professional Painting Tools, Hyde, and Graco. Welcome to the Painter Marketing Mastermind Podcast, a show created to help painting company owners build a thriving painting business that does well over $1 million in annual revenue. I'm your host, Brandon Pierpont, founder of Painter Marketing Pros and creator of the popular PCA educational series, Learn, Do, Grow, Marketing for Painters. In each episode, I'll be sharing proven tips, strategies, and processes from leading experts in the industry on how they found success in their painting business. We will be interviewing owners of the most successful painting companies in North America and learning from their experiences. On this episode of the Painter Marketing Mastermind podcast, we host guests Juan Vasquez and Jose Hernandez. Juan and Jose are co-owners of Illusions Painting, a high-end residential painting company based in Monterey, California, that currently does over $2 million in annual revenue. Juan and Jose have seen tremendous growth over the last three years, and they directly attribute that to their first experience at the PCA Expo in 2018. The partners discuss how a willingness to embrace new challenges has been key to their business growth, and they talk about some big plans they have to help other Hispanic painting company owners find similar success moving forward. If you want to learn more about the topics we discussed in this podcast and how you can use them to grow your painting business, visit paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast for free training, as well as the ability to schedule a personalized strategy session for your painting company. Again, that URL is paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast. Juan, Jose, thank you for agreeing to be on the Painter Marketing Mastermind podcast. Hey, Brandon, thank you so much for having us, man. Our pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I guess tell us a little bit about Illusions Painting. What do you guys do? Where are you based? Okay, so um, uh, Illusions Painting, we are out of Monterey, California, so Central Coast in, in California. Uh, we are family you know, model company. Um, uh, yeah, you know, there's... Basically, Illusions started back in 2007. That's how, that's when Illusions was founded. And we mostly do high-end residential work. Okay, so you guys do high-end residential, any commercial? No. No, we've done a couple and only for- so It's our, actually our clients. Our like, clients that will- They have do. their offices and that's that's about it, but- Yeah, Got not, it. Much, not much uh, commercial. So it'll be it'll be clients that you've done their their homes and they have an office and they want you to exactly. do it. Like Correct. That. And then they have a we have a good relationship and they want someone they can trust and that's when we will do them. But awesome. Yeah. And what was your guys' revenue uh, last year, twenty twenty one? It was just over two million dollars. Okay, just over two million. And are you when you're doing high end residential? Is this residential repaint, new construction? What is that? Um. So. I would say an 80 20, right? 80% uh, probably a uh, new, uh, new construction, uh, 20% probably a uh, remodel. Okay. 
So you guys are doing 80% uh, new construction, residential, 20% remodel, repaint, um, and then a little bit of commercial uh, for, for clients that you already have. Yes, Got it. All right. So are you, are you both co-owners? Yes. Yes, we both are. Got it. So um, Juan, you had mentioned that, that you started this company yourself back in 2007. And then, and, and then I think something changed or something magical happened three years ago. I don't know. There was some X factor uh, and, and the company kind of took off. What happened? Uh, well, I mean, Jose's my, uh, been my best friend since we're in high school, school, right? <laughs> oh, wow. So we started painting by about the same time and we both worked for the same companies, two companies in the past um a commercial company and a residential company and so from there i took off and i started the business in 2007 and he stayed behind and uh so i worked for about you know i will say 10 years or so on my own and then there was always the talk of like and we always talked about back in high school right to own a business so we own a business together and somehow we talked about it about three, four years ago, and uh, we talked, talked, and then um, we found PC8, and uh, he became a, a partner, and then, God, I can't tell you, it's just been uh, been a really great, crazy roller coaster for us. A good one, though. Great run, yeah. Yeah, Jose, you took the leap. You joined. Yes. yes to join, yes, exactly. And, um, and again, uh, he mentioned PC8. I think if he, if it wouldn't been for the one the one time that we went and I believe it was in 2018 the first time that we went to Galveston, um, I didn't want to go. It was it was it, we were in the conversation of you know uh, you know joining the the business you know you know uh, or partnering up with Illusions and going to an expo it wasn't like my my thing at the moment. I'm like no, like I need to work. You know, like I had that mentality of like I need to work and I need to keep on working. You know, so I can make my bills, pay my bills, and and somehow he goes like, you know what? Don't worry, illusion. You're gonna be part of illusions. Illusion is gonna is gonna cover. You know, it's gonna cover this this expense. Uh, and you know, so let, let's just go. Let's just go. And you know, and he goes like, there's nothing to to lose. Probably a lot to to gain. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, that was a game changer, you know, like not just hearing it from him, but then from the rest at PCA uh, meeting, you know, like Nick Slavic, I seen the coffee cup over there, the coffee mug, uh, like meeting all of these. I'm going to change, change my coffee mug here. No, <laughs> hey, this is, this is genius, you know, yeah. like he's right there with it. He's not there. From the, uh, yeah, I was talking, talking yeah. from the, the Ask a Painter Live Winter Retreat, Nick, Nick gave away a bunch of coffee mugs and and uh, I don't, you know, Nick's a humble guy, so I don't want to oh, say yes. I don't want to say it's because he's arrogant, but he did paste his <laughs> paste his face on. It's a sticker, so it didn't come that way. He put a sticker with his face on every single coffee mug. So I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it at that. It's working for him, man. Let me it's, tell it's, you, it's, we're, we're talking about him. We're, we're trying to find what works for us, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's a little bit of as has happened to us, you know, the last uh, few years. Um, so yeah, it, it it's amazing, man. Um, it's it's, yeah. it's it's tough, challenging, but it's really really good. Rewarding. So at the risk, you know, most of our listeners are already uh, PCA members or at least uh, subscribe to Overdrive, but some are not because we release this podcast on all all streaming platforms and get a fair amount of views. So at the risk of sounding like I'm overly plugging the PCA, 
because I really do very much believe uh, in the value of it. I guess, can you guys talk? And, and this podcast will be released after the expo, but for us all sitting right here, the expo is next week and we're all yeah. going to be meeting in Orlando. So can you speak a little bit to, you know, what happened at that first expo in 2018? What kind of changes impl- were implemented? How did that really help your business? God, um, so first time we went to PCA, um, I think we were, uh, I was, uh, I think my total total revenue was like 480,000. So um, I remember, you know, we didn't know what to expect. So we show up to this big expo, um, we sit down in some of the in some of the tables round, and, round and tables. the round tables, and they're talking about there's a million dollars, there's how to achieve five million dollars, and there's all these million dollars, and we're like, holy crap! Like uh, swimming with the in the deep end, right? Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, um, dude, like I think we're out of place. The first thing in my head is like, oh, we don't belong here. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm I'm just doing, you know, this is my third year going on my own, and and you know, about to join, you know, partnering up with Juan on Illusions. And I'm like, I'm I'm just doing a hundred thousand in revenue, and I'm like, I don't think we belong here, to be honest. And and that's why when we talk about you know uh, bringing it to, to the Hispanic you know community, uh, a lot of these people don't know that there is resources and 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 basically this is our place, you know, for for us as contractors, it's not a, a you know because we I had that mentality personally, I had that mentality where like I don't belong here. Like I just belong on the field and keep working and keep getting the next job and keep working and keep doing it you know over and over and over and over. Um, didn't know much about the business, the business uh, side of the you know of the trade. Yeah. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh yeah, I, I was just gonna say I, I want to dive into that, Jose, because that's something that I've seen a lot, and and we actually even have um, customers who call painting company partners of painter marketing pros that came in with that mentality that that they talked with us and they saw what we do and who we work with and and they're oh well, we don't belong with you or we're, or we're not big enough for that and or you know we we oh we don't go to the expo i mean I, i've even talked with companies that are over a million yeah. and they think that they're not big enough to go to the expo or to join the pca or do these things and i for me personally i can't really understand that mindset that, that mindset of not embracing that challenge yeah. but a lot of people have it in this industry so i'd love to kind of hear more about how you faced it, you know, and maybe, maybe it was sort of accidental. Maybe you showed up and you didn't realize oh, you yeah. feel that way. <laughs> so you got, you got dragged to it, but what did you guys do to kind of break through that? If there are people out there listening who feel that way, who feel like, well, no, I'm, I'm never going to get there. I'm not, I'm not ready for that. What, what do you recommend? I think it helps a lot to surround with uh, like-minded people. Um, or, or, or always, you know, like we always talk about how, you know, like, you know, again, I'm going to bring up Nick Slavic's name again. You know, like, you know, meeting some of these great people uh, that is going to, you know, humble people, great people that is going to make you believe in yourself. Because sometimes people see something in, in us that we don't see it. And, and I mean, I, and we see the same with some other uh, painting contractors around the area. We, you know, we try to, you know, uh, invite them and, and try to, you know, uh, bring them into a PCA. And, and we're like, just just go try it you know one one event you know go try it and and you, you'll see the difference you know you'll see how much you can learn um so i think sometimes what it what it takes is it's finding the right the right person that is gonna push you there you know like like this guy <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah yeah everyone needs to find their one <laughs> and, and, and he goes like 
He's like, come on, man. He's like, I don't want to go alone. He's like, he's like, I never been there neither. So it's like, why not go let me tell you something you know like um we come from a very humble and poor community and um so we didn't never really got a chance to explore or go anywhere out of our you know state california you know so we've done haven't done a lot of that so the whole fact of just us being in a new place and exploring something new it was like oh it's exciting and then um uh what's his name josh He's from um, Josh. He's from uh, San Fernando Valley. I San believe. Fernando Valley, and I can't remember. It's from Albright, uh, Albright painting. painting. I think. Ah, uh, yeah, yep. Yes. So Sharon Williams, our local Sharon Williams, took me to a. Um, I've always been close to our sales reps, and so he took us down to uh, see him talk about you know how he was able to grow his business and stuff in a very small area here. And so he went and, and, and brought me there. And that's when I heard about PCA. He goes, you know, back in these days, I joined the PCA and it really helped me like grow my business. And I was like, hmm, okay, well, I guess PCA it is, you know? So yeah. I came back home and I told this guy and then he's like, oh man, we don't have any money. We don't, and I'm like, yeah, we don't, you know? And it's very hard to go, you know, put three, $4,000 on a trip when you don't have it, you know? And then it's yep. like, Dude, it's a leap of faith for doing? sure. Yeah, exactly. And so I told him, I'm like, Hey, you know, if we talked about like being different in the area. Like we don't want to be another painter because in our, we, we live in a small area, but there's such an abundance of work. There's, there's a big golf community. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of international people coming into the area. It's a very very expensive area, so we didn't want to be like just like the other painter next to us. Yes. So we needed something to set us apart, and by coming and listening to you guys and um, listen to like Nick Mays, Nick Slavic, um, what's the guy from the podcast? Uh, Chris Berry. Chris Berry, like from. Um, it's Idaho, just, Idaho Painter. Yeah, it's just all these guys that like had something unique going that we're like, wow, okay, so how do they do it? Yeah. So we just started talking to more people and then uh, got closer to some of the the local, uh, like in Oregon, they have a uh, chapter. chapter. Yeah. So we we started going. Joel, Joel Humber, Humber. Yeah, Humber. He's um he's the one that kind of took us under his wing and um, hey man, I mean. We're here. We're still learning. That's what we're doing. This is so yeah. exciting because this is something new and this is, it gives us a whole new life to something new. So that's great. Yeah, that's really great to hear. So you guys went to the PCA, took a leap of faith, uh, spent money, invested money, you yeah. know, the difference yeah. between spending and investing, in my opinion, yeah, invested money different. that you didn't really have, um, mm -hmm. at least not comfortably. And you, you took a bit of a gamble because you saw what worked for other people. And so you decided to take that risk. I think that's great. Now, when you went and you learned these lessons and, and you kind of get, started getting involved with the local chapter and, and had a mentor there, I guess, what are some of the, some of the things that you implemented? Like, like what did you actually change? <laughs> so tough, I know it's a tough question. <laughs> yeah, so much. You know, we uh, completely, I mean, um, we didn't have anyone in the office. So for us, it's like we did everything. So then now we have our Patty here, which is our angel here in the office and takes care of a lot of things and puts up with a lot of stuff with us, right? 
but then just learning and understanding how to how to run a business properly like mm -hmm. okay you you know we are the painters but now we have to take a process of like um from nick programs how to implement programs like mm -hmm. there's 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 a reason for everything and so that's what we started doing we, every time we came back the girls in the office would be like okay now what what do you guys have this <laughs> yeah another big yeah. overhaul of some sort and we did honestly in the last three years i think we've done more than i did in over 10 years you know as wow. far as like um just uh, implementing things uh, we created our handbook uh we're trying to get uh, a lot more organized um it's just it's just does so so much <laughs> but programs i think is one of the biggest ones right? yeah so so it sounds like you largely uh systematize your business and you stopped doing all the administrative work yourself and, and kind of took the plunge and hired someone to help you handle all that back office stuff. That's exactly That's right. And so yeah. now we're looking to um, find a um, project manager so it can leave us free from being more of the, the projects and be able to focus more on what we want to improve more and innovate. And one of our biggest things is like, we always, having something new and always having some kind of a challenge. And so we want to keep doing that. We, this is kind of like what really, uh, I don't know, distinguish us in, in the area. So yeah. we want to keep doing that. So when, when you implemented these systems and, and hired the hire Patty, what did that free you up to do? You know, I, I, I well, let me backtrack a little bit. So you guys are primarily working as a subcontractor, right? To general contractors doing new construction. Yes. Okay. So that's a little bit different from most of the people that we've had on the show. So I'm happy about that. Okay. Um, now, when you were, when you freed up, I, I have my thoughts about what this probably did for you, but I guess, what did it allow you to do to go from 480 to now three years later, over 2 million? Well, I mean, the ability to um i mean just go on for more work so basically the way we get we they will call us and say i have this project coming up okay so they'll send us plans they'll send a blueprints they'll send a, we'll we'll do a walk on the jobs so before when i needed to do the paperwork when we needed to do the actual painting when we needed to do all this i mean you're limited to how much time you can take up to do these new um projects and and so on right so by having the proper help here in the office and the proper help at the job site, it, it has freed me to go do that. And it will say kind of oversee more of the- um, On the field, basically. On the field, yeah, problems. And then I'm more in the office, making sure that the, the bits are sent out that are, you know, um, basically that we keep in front of the other people. Yeah, okay. So, so one of the themes that we've seen in this show a lot of, of owners, especially that seen rapid growth like you guys just had over the last few years, is a sales-oriented mindset. And it sounds like that's really yes. what it, it did for you guys was rather than, all right, you go out and you, you, know, you uh, send a bid and, and you fill out all this paperwork and you get hung up in, in one or two or a couple, you can keep going and going and going because now you can pass off that paperwork and all that other stuff to your angel Patty. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And keep in mind that, you know, a lot of this has been coming as, as it, it, we've been learning as we go. So 
we've had some challenges where we, I mean, we lose money on some jobs because we're like, uh, oh, like we see an opportunity and we want to go for it, but then we have everything else on top of us. And it, it creates a dynamic, you know, where we're like, oh God, what did I get ourselves into? But then, you know, then we realize, hey guys, we did this already. We have the data, we, we have this and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. So it's not so bad. So now it's yeah. helping build that. So that's the excitement part of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think if you're going to see that rapid growth and want that rapid growth, you have to be comfortable with the changes and the fact, almost getting comfortable being uncomfortable because you're always going to be in, in another, you're always going to be in a new place. You're just always going to be in a new place. Yeah, no, uh, comfort zone, I think, is the killer for every business, right? I mean, you get comfortable and like, you're like, yeah, no rush. Becomes I, a lifestyle business versus uh, something you maybe want to try to grow a little more seriously. No, for us, I think um, uh, we really like what we see in PCA. Mm -hmm. uh, and we talk about PCA because this is the only, you know, um, the only association we've ever belonged to, but it's done so much for our business, for ours personally, that, I mean, it's it's a big part of us. It's, it's, it's really what helped our business. We had the ideas, but now we have the resources and that's really what helped us take it to the next step. And for us, this is only a stepping stone. You know, we really wanna learn, keep doing this. Um, we wanna bring people. We've met some guys in the area who really have, like we see that spark that we had, you know, and we wanna bring them along like, hey that's man, great. let's go. Yeah, and then and then at the same stage where we were, we're like they're scared, and we already they go like I can't afford it, uh, I'm too busy, and I'm like yes, you're investing. Just figure that you're gonna invest in your business. It's not an expense again. You're investing, and, yep. and down the road you're gonna see you know the, the fruits, you know. Yep. Yes. Yeah, that abundance versus scarcity mindset. Right. Growth that mindset. So you guys went uh, again, kind of focusing on the the growth trajectory here. Um, you went for 500,000 over 2 million, you passed the, the kind of valley of death, right? Around seven, 750, a million. Oh, yeah. What were the biggest struggles that you guys endured, uh, during that growth? Cash flow, cash flow, quality. cash flow. Okay. Yeah, even, absolutely. even, okay. Because, and that's primarily probably because you guys were working with general contractors. Yes. So a lot of our, a lot of our contracts are, are uh, is a 30 day net. So basically, mm -hmm. You know, you invoice once you're done with the job, but then you have 30 days to get paid. And so when you have around 20 guys, um, that hurts. You know, if you don't have a big bank account, you know, then it's uh, it's tough. So there was days where it was very stressful, like just trying to make payroll and, um, you know, but then we're working with the same uh, ways of like how can we improve our accounting system? So we were able to have a, a better, uh, what are the gay? Um, like, a, you know, a bigger bank account. We got, we got ourselves a credit line, a business credit line. And so just struggle by struggle kind of took us over the threshold and then the next threshold. And so that's basically, that's, we, that's what we endure most of the time at that, yeah. that point. Yeah. And now are you guys using employees yourselves or subcontractors? How, what's your employee model? Employees. 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 So you guys have 20, 20 employees plus or minus? Right now it's around 20 guys. Yeah. Yes. I guess. Nice. And that's 20 on the field. And then we have two, assist, the two assistants in the office and us two here. 
And what is your what is your goal? So 10 years from now, what's the goal? Ah, well, you guys must have, you must have a goal. <laughs> we I have want, a I want to I want to be fishing and retire. <laughs> right? Right, Jose so wants freedom. to retire. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. Um see um uh, I'm in the other hand I'm a little more ambitious. So I you know I world domination. Huh? World domination maybe for one. No. <laughs> maybe right? <laughs> No, I think uh, we want to have a couple, like um, we've worked on different finishes. So we want to have a couple of departments in the, in the company and then, um, you know, 30 to 40 employees, but we really want to have it to where we have a system. And one thing that I heard from listening at the PCA and everyone is having a um, franchise sort of business, model, yeah. a model. So basically that it runs on its own and doesn't require us to be there every day like every other painter that I know. And so that's what we're working for. So we wanna be part of it, but we want the business to work without us being present. I don't know if that makes sense. So you guys wanna ultimately create your own franchise? Um, not, not necessarily. I, I just wanna be able to free ourselves to do other things that we love to do. Sure. And you know that's kind of the whole deal potentially other type of businesses as well so. yeah we we've started a couple other ones and you know we just really want to grow as a person and i think that um creating this in the business we really believe that is doable so that's what we're working towards it's 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 hard let me tell you <laughs> it's hard yeah. because if you're not there the quality sometimes is not the same and uh but um we're really sharing for it so i um I think I've mentioned this in, in another podcast, but I'll mention it again. I'm a, a big uh, believer, not in, in everything he says, but in his mindset of Robert Kiyosaki. Oh yeah. And, and he has a, a definition of business ownership of true business ownership that I would say is pretty relentless. And, and I really like it. It is a high bar it to, to own a business. So I've never owned a business when, when you factor this in to own a business, you need to be able to walk away from that business and not be engaged for a year, come yeah. back and it's better than when you left it. Then yeah, you own a business. Until then you own a job. And that's what we've been, like I said, after hearing from everyone here, reading some of these books, um, it's, that's the ultimate goal. And it is doable. You just gotta change Absolutely everything doable. that you know. Everything that you know, you have to change. You just because have to do a 180. Everything you exactly. think, you just... Yep. <laughs> Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know why everyone doesn't do it. But don't you agree that, that that's kind of the excitement of it? Uh, we go back to the same thing. You get in that comfort zone where you're like, everything's running good. And then you're like, honey, I don't have to get up today. But when you have something in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, no, I'm getting up today. Like, honestly, to come and sit here for you. I, I, was, I was awake at four in the morning. And that doesn't happen to me. Okay. I was like up and I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's just the excitement. You know, it's something new, something exciting. And so we've been both talking about this and uh, we feel it. You know, we love it. We could be painting or doing proposals, but this is exciting. Yeah. Well, you I know? appreciate you guys making the time. For sure. This yeah, is really no, valuable. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, you guys had mentioned that, you know, you've found a lot of value in the PCA and you guys are from Mexico originally. Is that correct? That's correct. From Mexico originally, you guys are Spanish speaking and that a lot of, there are a lot of painters and painting company owners out there who are Spanish speaking and maybe not even fluent in English 
who are, are not really tied in with the PCA and don't necessarily feel that they have the, the support and, and the resources that you guys have been able to find. And, and uh, Jose, I think you had even said that, that they might feel like they don't belong there or, or that's not for them. And that you guys want to make it your mission to kind of extend the PCA community to more Hispanic painting company owners. Is that right? That's right. And, so can and you talk just, to uh, that? I'm sorry? Can, yeah, can you just talk a little more about that? I think that's really interesting. Yeah, and like I said, um, at least, uh, like I said, I always speak from, you know, for myself, you know, I said, uh, some some people uh, or some painting contractors, they think, you know, the language barrier, you know, like our culture, uh, you know, again, you know, we don't belong here. Oh, I, I you know, I, you know, I can't go to those places. I can't afford it. Um, so we want to, we want to, how do you say, um, we want to embrace it and, and, and emphasize how, how important it is to, to invest in their business. And again, I, I had that mentality, you know, just like them, where like, I, I have to work. I have to work and, and I have to keep working because if I don't work today, uh, then, you know, I don't have, I don't have any work tomorrow. Or if I don't make my money today, I don't have my, you know, my money tomorrow. You know, that mentality. So just kind of trying to, to um, uh, lead them, lead them to the pathway and say, this is doable. I mean, you guys think we're doing something good. You can do it too. I mean, we see it in you guys. I mean, we see like, you know, one, one earlier mentioned how we see some of these uh, painting contractors and we're like, we see something in you that you probably don't know you have it, but we see it and we see ourselves there. We, I mean, at some point we were there too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. And, and I mentioned to you guys, we, we have a lot of um, people like that who actually come to Painter Marketing Pros and, and then kind of have that that mentality, you know, just, oh, I don't belong or I, I can't invest that in the business or a day-to-day -day focus. And I think it is, it is a true problem, a true mind block of sorts. Yeah. You know, um, we've, we've, um, I think one of the PCAs we were talking about, um, since a couple of years ago, but we were talking about like the millenniums and, 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 you know, cause how things have changed, like us just having these conversations over a video, I mean, we didn't grow up with this stuff, you know? And yeah. so now we're talking about how the millenniums are doing and how how technology is changing, you know, how a lot, a lot of it is over the computers, over a chat room. And so if you want to, you know, improve your business, you got to understand that you got to be up, you know, up to the front of what's going on. Because mm -hmm. if you get behind and you know what's going on, then that's how your business gets behind. And so when it comes to that point, um, a lot of our, you know, you know, the guys that we're talking about, Hispanic guys, really don't have this understanding. Though they're really like, what, what is it? Why is it gonna do to me? Like, go sit in front of a bunch of guys where I'm not making money. I'm paying for it. What is that gonna do for me? Mm -hmm. And they don't understand that, you know, you might just take the one little gold, golden nugget that's gonna come and change something in your business. And as soon as that happens. It changes your mind. The minute you change one thing, you 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 create. So if you have an issue in your company and you fix that issue, that's that gonna sell you. From that, you're gonna be like, okay, what else can I fix? What else yeah. can I improve? And that's kind of what we want to be. And uh, Julie, um, I can't remember her last name. She's the one who's uh, a PCA social. Mm. Um, and she was the one that has approached us uh, about that. And, you know, we really 
really, really, really found that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. I think it's that shift from being a more of a painter or, or an operator to kind of thinking like a business owner and working on right. rather than being stuck in your business or, or kind of being unable. There's always going to be, they're always going to be excuses. They're all, they're all, they're always going to be a cash crunch. There's always going to be this until they're not. And you have to make the decision to, to take that leap. I think at some point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And so for us, you know, having two guys here who can really bounce back ideas and, um, you know, we really talk very heavily about like joining together because, you know, you know, partnerships are always tough mm -hmm. and especially in business. And, um, but, you know, thankfully we've been able to share something that's very unique. Um, I have a certain passion and he has a passion, but at the end of the day, we both want the same ultimate thing. And that's what's helped us, you know, to, for him say, I got this, I got this here and then mid in the middle and just keep working. So yeah, that's what we want to show, uh, or at least bring to us, how do we went from not knowing what we were doing to about three years, really understanding more about it and just willing to learn on a constant basis. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Cause it, it reminds me of one of our more recent guests, Tony Bisnardo of old world painting and he founded his company with his friend from college, um, Kent. And you guys were were friends in high school, right? So let's yeah, kind yeah. of walk through how, how that changed when Jose came on board. Were there any issues? And, and what recommendations do you have for partnerships? Um, you know, honestly, I um, I think it's, 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 it's every person is different and every relationship is different. You know, you got to understand that we, we have our differences. There's going to be times where the stress hits and we're like, ah, I can't take this no more. <laughs> right. But but it's the understanding of the overall purpose that we have and the respect that we have for each other. I think that really, really takes us to that level. Um, there are people who are driven by money and material. And those, I think, believe that they will have a bigger issue in business. For us, we're, we love what we do and we want to achieve a legacy, not so much money, but for us, it's the legacy that we are going to build something very unique. And we share that, both share that passion. And I think that really, that's what helps us. So if you feel that you have that with someone else, try it, you know, you can put a trial of like a year and if it works out, it works out. If not, you know, you move on, but you got to try it. I think that's the biggest thing. Try it. And then, you, you know, time will tell. Yeah. So one, you know, most painting company owners sort of own it solo or they own it with their wife and maybe the wife's part time or however that works. Um, there, there are not a lot of partnerships like this. And obviously it's going to come with this, with its challenges. Of course. But have you, did, did you find that that it was a relief in in way were you were you able to not worry about so many things or what were some of the benefits of it well i mean i i always said you can't you you can't you're limited to do you're limited to how much you can do on your own and so um i've always been a big believer in in having finding the right person to do the right job i can't do everything and i don't want to learn how to do everything because then, you know, you might know everything, but you're not going to be good at anything. And so for me, it was finding the right person, the, the right mindset for the right 
project in the business. One of the reasons I left my old boss was because I didn't want to be a painter no more. So I approached him and said, hey, is there anything else I can do in your business? And he goes, no, I just need painters. So I said, I got to go. So, you know, so for me, I want to embrace that. So in my, in our company, I want to make sure that if one of my guys has, wants to inspire to do something else, I want to, I want to give him that opportunity because it's only going to make me grow. And yeah. I'm going to bring more value to this person. And by having Jose here and having Patty and having Isabel, I mean, we created a team where like, God, I mean, if I'm not here, they'll attack everything else. So, I mean, you create, instead of having this little ball, now you, you have this massive, you know, ball or like team, a team that just creates something unique. So I guess that that really what drives us here. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, that's really powerful. You know, it's, do you want all of a, a small pie or, or less maybe of a much bigger pie? You know, when we first, um, one of the first uh, books, I, we didn't, I still don't read. I, I do audibles, right? So okay. I, 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 read, I listen to them, right? Yeah. And one of the first books that through PCA, we, we, they, they mentioned to us is uh, Gerber. Michael Gerber. Michael Gerber's. The E-Myth. E-Myth. Yeah. I don't know. If, I'm pretty sure you've read it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Quite a, read the E-Myth revisited, I think, three times now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Here we go. That was the first uh, book that I have ever read or listened to, listen, right? Yeah. And it's how he talks about like working on your business, not in your business. You know, many times I did these charts where uh, I put my name on the top and then all the lower things on the bottom. And I'm like, where's your name? You're I'm on every every thing. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be the owner, the president. And and so all these estimator, everything. So it's, it's hard to say, you know, everything that we've learned in such a small amount of time and it being having that help from everyone else has made it so much easier. And I guess it's more of the mentality. Um, if you don't have the mentality, you can't, if you can't trust someone else, then it's going to be tough. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think success starts in your mind. Yeah. Yeah, you Yeah. You have to see it. You have to see it to believe it. Right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's entrepreneurs, you know, they see a, a kingdom where other people see nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's, they come to, there's a lot of headaches with them sometimes, but <laughs> yeah, but they're worth it. So what are you, what's going the best with your company right now? What, what would you guys say? You're just knocking it out of the park. Well, I think uh, one thing, how it started, like when we started uh, growing the business and, you know, we talked earlier about cash flow. So that was my, my, my issue. I was like, one, uh, there is this contractor, there is this, uh, you know, contractor that we know, local contractor that we know. He's giving us this job, but this is the but. Can we get to it? And he goes like, yeah, let's do it. I'm like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I said, wait, wait. <laughs> He's like, we don't have the manpower, okay, one, and we don't have the money, you know, to, to, you know, to take on one of these jobs. So that was him. He's like, you get the job, I'll figure the rest. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, that was one thing that- That's kind of in our model. <laughs> started, right? Uh, and I'm like, you know what? Uh, yeah, I can take on this job. Like, yeah, but it needs to be done by this date. And I'm like, yeah, we got it. So somehow we made it happen. We got a crew together. Uh, you know, we added more, more guys to our crew and we got the job. And then I get another phone call. We're like, 
oh, we have this job, you know, but it needs to start by this date. And, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a decent sized project. And, and I'm like, uh, Juan, so this other contractor is giving us this job, but <laughs> again, uh, we don't have the manpower. We don't even have the equipment. No, we don't have, you know, we don't have the manpower. We don't have the equipment and, and cash flow, right? And he go like, you know what? I don't know how we're going to do it, but let's do it. Let's take on this job. I love it. So, yeah. so I think that was one thing. And, and then from there, uh, it kind of, again, it's a small area. It kind of, the, the boys started, you know, um, spreading. We're like, oh, you want somebody to take on something like this to do quality and, and you know, do it professionally. With big value. With value. Huh? And like, oh, these are the guys that you're going to call. You're going to, you have to call Illusion. Like uh, around here, there's no other company around that, that can do this kind of work and deliver the, the quality. And, you know, again, it all started with that. So I think that's. So, so I guess what really right now, um, every time we did something a few years, you know, two, three years ago, my mind was always probably, you know, it's always, my mind's always a couple of years ahead of me, you know, you, yeah. I'm already thinking how we do this. Exactly. So we just had this conversation a couple of days ago. He doesn't even remember, <laughs> but um <laughs> We're stressing because we just got awarded some really some of a, probably our biggest job ever, we've ever had. Congratulations. And, and thank you. And then we have another big jobs and some stressful jobs. And I got and I was just telling them, I'm like, hey man, listen, just how did we do this two, three years ago? We had we didn't have the resources, we didn't have the manpower, we didn't have the cash flow. I'm like, right now we have it. We, you know, just like I think in all over the country, uh, we just short on help. I mean, help is, we don't, if we dive into that, well, that's, that's two hours of talking, it's right? <laughs> but, um, but we have all these things. So now that's, that's where he goes, oh, okay, well, it is true now. Like we've been working towards this. So now yeah. I guess what is helping for us is all this work, all this footwork that we've done for these last, you know, three years, to where we were secure that we have enough cash, we secure that we have, you know, enough resources, that we have enough tools and, you know, and equipment. And the guys, you know, we've we've uh, we've been able to create a good system to where like they're more organized. Yeah. As yeah. before, we were not. So we can do a lot more with less guys now because of everything that we've done. So I guess that's what's working for us. And um, and the fact that we're always bringing something new. So there's, you know, we have this little mo model here that's like, if you have a challenge, you know, bring it over. We want it. We want it. Yeah. You know, if you want someone to paint your walls, we're probably not the right guys, you know? So, yeah. And that's yeah. really helped us. So I guess it's positioning ourselves in, in that place. I love it. You guys are, are willing, willing to build the airplane on the way down. Very yes, much. sir. I th I think that's the best way. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, it's a comfort zone. Doesn't really work for me. Yeah, no, it doesn't sound like it. I love it. So that that um definitely superpower, super strength of your guys. Is there anything right now that is a challenge that you guys are trying to work through, trying to figure out? Guys, uh, I mean, I've been trying to again, you know, like we get these jobs and we're like, they know, like, well, I think we you guys can take on this job. Or oh, this job is basically for you guys, you know. Uh, we need you guys to start working on some samples. And we're already thinking ahead and like, well, we don't have the manpower. You know, we have all of these jobs that we need to get done. And, you know, if they're going to give us this other job, like that's that's a huge job. And it's going to take, you know, another, well, another crew. So I think that upscaling in general, 
Um, I'm I'm seeing that our biggest challenge is gonna get to the five mil. Like he doesn't like he doesn't think that we're <laughs> we're gonna get there. Well, we are gonna get there. Um, it's uh, uh, Tom River, right? Tom River, yes. Uh, you know Tom? Contractor fight. Tom I don't know Tom. Okay, so one of the first things, my first podcast, uh, oh no, uh, webinar I had was with him. Mm. And I, I always remember this because um, his question was like, what do you want out of your business? What, what is the number one thing? And remember, this is three years ago. I, we were like less than half a mil. And I, I told him, I responded, I was like, I want to make a million dollars in the business. I want to gross a million dollars. And he was like, okay, why do you want to do that? I'm like, I don't know. I think it just sounds cool, you know? Great number. It's a cool right? number. Just, yeah. yeah, it's a million dollars. So, you know, he goes and asks everyone else. He's like, I'll come back to you. So he comes back to me and he's like, okay, one, where do you want the number? I'm more like, I don't know. It just sounds cool. He was like, okay, so let me ask you this. What are you going to do once you reach that number? I'm like, I don't know. He goes, my advice to you is know that first. And then that, uh, that million dollars is going to come and you will never see it. You know, I never saw it. Why well, I never saw it. We passed that mark before we even recognized we did. And so, but what I'm getting at is like, we've learned to be prepared. Mm -hmm. So we're really preparing ourselves to grow um, and taking all the measurements. We're, we'll take all the hits as we can, as we need to, but we're, we're growing and that really sets us apart and that really puts us in a place we want to be because you know we are willing to take the punches but learn with that too you know yeah yeah I think and I think that part is key I think the idea of learning you know I, I uh, seems like daily I pay a stupid tax you know <laughs> and, and it's always expensive but it's worth it if I learn when it's not worth it it's not really a stupid tax if you just keep doing it yes. yeah it's like you know so can can I ask you something um, yeah so you do you have a you, you you do you do painting? I do not do painting. Okay. So Amanda, how how does your podcast come to life? How, how does how does it start? How did it how did it start? How did we get here? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so my <laughs> my background, I ran an auto detail business, learned digital marketing that way, got into it. Um, okay. Yeah, founded a, a generalist agency, worked with uh, companies all across the US, different industries, a lot of home services, a lot of painting companies, and then found a lot of success with painting companies. Um, it's also just a large underserved niche. So that was how Painter Marketing Pros was born. And then we are uh, marketing partners of the PCA. Uh, okay. We ran a, a webinar series last year throughout 2021 called Learn to Grow Marketing for Painters. And it was really all about teaching different uh, marketing topics through a workshop style and, and uh, podcast and, and everything. And we saw a lot of success with the podcast and it really took off. So then I worked with the PCA on coming up with this sort of vision of um, working with Chad over there of coming up with this painter marketing mastermind podcast of what do we think would resonate with subscribers of overdrive? Cause that's a big thing that they're pushing right now oh, is really yes, yes. overdrive subscription overdrive. and PCA growth. And the PCA has seen tremendous growth over the last 18 months and they have really big uh, visions of, for the next five years. And so this is kind of tied in with that um, of, of sort of, I guess, bringing more education and, and kind of taking, okay, what's working for the most successful painting company owners in the U.S. and Canada? And, and, and let's actually give that information from their mouths 
right? To, to other, other painting company owners and even to other successful painting company owners. Cause I, like I said, I just went to um, Nick Slavic's ask a painter live yeah. on the retreat. And, and a lot of the, you know, almost all of the painting company owners, they're doing several million or more and they all listen to the podcast and they all learn things from each other at the podcast. So it, it's just, it's a great sort of mastermind brain dump uh, session. Yeah, no, it, it, it's changing us. You know, I, he listens to more podcasts. I started to now. Um, it's, uh, it's mind blowing how much you learn, how much alike yeah. we are. I mean, how much alike we all are as, as business owners. It can be painting, it can be marketing, it could be anything, but it's just yeah. mindsets. Think, like yeah, always mindset. looking for the, for what it's It's coming up. Like, how do you, you know, you know, uh, place yourself in there. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that, and that's a great point because every, every interview that we've had, every guest that we've had, the story's been different. The story's been really different. And, mm -hmm. and they're, how they got there is always a bit different. What they're focused on is a bit different. But the mindset, there are, there are consistent themes. You know, the sales-oriented mindset, this willingness to embrace challenge, this willingness to, to sort of face the unknown, build the airplane on the way down. It comes up again and again and again. You have to you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone or you're, you're never going to be on this podcast, right? You're, you're, never, you're never, you're just never going to get to that level if you, if you don't. Yeah, no, thank you. Hey, thank you. I feel honored. <laughs> Ooh, <we made it. laughs> hey, you passed the million and you didn't see it, but you, you get, you can look, you're on, you're on the pod, you're on the pay market and ask my pod. You can oh, see man, it. No, yeah, right. no, you man, made it. Uh, no, but see, honestly, a lot of, Things like this is like I said. I, I'm pretty sure we. I speak for both of us. We were nervous. You know, this is something yeah. new for us. Yeah. Don't know what to expect. Um, a lot of times it's like we don't feel like uh, why us. Like you know, I don't think we do anything different than anyone else does. But um, but it really gives you a whole different mindset. Like for us now, like I want to look more into podcasts. I want to look more into why you guys do this. You know, just because. Yeah it just triggers something in your mind and uh and it's uh, how is that going to help us back in our business yeah yeah i, I love that definitely going to help us a lot so yeah i love that i think there's a great opportunity to do stuff like that become a, a thought leader in the industry i mean i think you guys with your mission of wanting to loop in the hispanic community the pca and education and kind of giving them opportunity i think there's massive opportunity for some sort of podcast or something in that in that realm yeah, I think definitely gonna be looking into it. Finding the time is it's very uh it's, it's we'll we'll make it we'll make it happen. That's, that's build cool. build it on the way down. Just say you're gonna exactly. watch the podcast <laughs> yeah. the day and you'll figure out the rest as you go. Hey man, we'll we have we have a six hour flight on Tuesday, so uh it's a good time to start. There it is, plan it all out. Yeah, and you can always you can always reach out to me with questions too about no, the setup and everything like that. No, man, I, I'm, I'm really thankful for, for you really keeping us in mind and, you know, reaching out to us. Uh, like I said, the last few months have been really, really great to us. Uh, we've been in touch with quite a different people. And um, what we hear from them is, uh, we're like, uh, is that what they think of us? Like, seriously? <laughs> but it, it, it feels good. It's rewarding. It gives us the fuel we need to keep pushing, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, all right. So I've two more questions for you guys. Yes, One sir. is how do you see the, the painting industry changing in the future or do you see it changing in the future? How do I see it? Or well, changing, so it has changed if you notice, right? Um, so a few years back, um, 
it was more like you need a professional to do this. You need uh, you need someone to come and paint your house. And so what I've seen the last few years is a trending into like you can do it yourself. Like there's so much more information. So by you putting yourself on a podcast, on uh, uh, YouTube videos, and I've seen people, Social we've media. seen people that uh, that have blown up by not even being a longtime painter, but it's just having a unique uh, approach to it. And so, and I, I guess uh, I, I see it going that way, you know, more animated, more like, you know, you have to have a presence on online or on some kind of video as opposed to before, you know, I mean, advertisement, who, we don't do phone calls, advertisement, or not even emails anymore. What is your take on that? You guys don't do emails? No, like, oh no, like, you know oh. how, like, like, oh, in the future, people will send out massive emails and, oh, like email, email marketing, you're saying? Yes, exactly. Yeah, I don't, you know, email marketing has been supposedly dead for a very long time. Um, yeah. e email marketing is a tricky thing, but I don't, I don't think it's dead. I don't really think it's going away anytime oh, soon. Okay. But I, in terms of what you're saying about kind of influencing, being an influencer of sorts or being very active on, on YouTube and other social media platforms, yeah, 100%. I 100% agree. I, I think that it, there's been a shift, sort of a a, um, a shift to where, where, yeah, you don't, you don't, you know, that you don't open the yellow pages, right? It, it's not like that. You don't find the comment. I mean, that, that shift has, has very much brought opportunity, like you said, to new painters, to new entrants, that if you come in and, and you educate, you lead with value, you provide value first. It's called a slang term, I guess is edutainment. So you kind of educate people while entertaining them, then yeah, you can really become a thought leader and and um, and really re respect it in your industry and ultimately charge premium prices that way. I don't think it's going to make a lot of sense for a lot of current uh, painting company owners, but I think some people, especially younger uh, generations, are going to find a lot of success that way. Yeah, we we we've seen that, and we want to be. I mean, we're not that young, but you know, <laughs> we feel that we can still be part of it. You know, and so it's it's how can you uh, how can you adjust to the changes? I guess so. If we want to be a business in five years, ten years that is going to run on its own, we got to be able to implement these things too. You know, because ten years from now it might be completely different. So we got to be able. The business has to be able to adjust and and and, and move course those directions I, I believe and also now within like the new segments yeah sorry I, I thought Patty was feeding you guys a line there no um, it was actually Isabel <laughs> oh Isabel okay um and and then my my last question for you guys do you have any advice for uh, the owners of of smaller painting companies or maybe painting companies near your size um what what advice do you have for them if they're looking to grow um, education, it's key. You know, honestly, I know it sounds cliched and, uh, you know, everybody probably is going to say the same, but, um, you, you have to evolve and you have to educate yourself because you have to be better than what you are right now. Because if you have the same mentality and same education that you have us of right now, then it's, it's not going to, then you can't move forward. So you have to break out of that comfort zone again how we talked about and and seek new ventures whatever that may be whatever your interest is but you you have to get out of your comfort zone and find new you know uh new horizons i will say right 
Yeah, that's, that's that's what I really feel in in our business. And not to get discouraged, because sometimes it might be like hard. Sometimes you might feel like, I mean, for for you know, sometimes we're like, I don't know, we feel like we're doing a lot of things, but we're we're stuck in the same place. And then you know, we didn't see it. Like no, we're making a progress. We're moving forward. You know, it's it's the small little changes that you know that you know we keep adding them. We keep adding them, implementing those systems and stuff. And you know, down the road, it's like you know, we we it's done quite a bit. So yeah, don't, don't just give up. You know, I think that's a great point. You know, ed, uh, education systems, kind of building the processes, all that stuff's really a leading indicator of success. You don't do it, and then the next day, all of a sudden, you're at two million. You know, oh, you no, do it, it, and it, the next day, you're in the same spot that you were in, and you question whether it made sense. And it, it takes time for that stuff to work. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. No. Exactly. And so you know. Um, us in in our industry most of our most of the painters um they become a contractor because they're tired of working for someone else you know they're they want to open their own business we've had a couple guys in our business that had left and now you know a year or so after they realize that it's not as easy you know they had in their mind like oh i'm gonna go on my own i'm gonna make a lot of money and i'm gonna have all the time in the world they had this this commercial uh, the other day where it said that he got tired of his nine to five. He goes, I got tired of my nine to five. And then I went and started my business. Now I work 24 seven. So it's yeah. like, you know, because it becomes if you're tired before, prepare to be a lot more tired now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But but understanding that, you know, it, it, it takes work and, and you have to you have to find, first of all, where you want to go. What do you want to achieve in the business? If you okay, have a goal. If you have a goal, okay, work towards that. If you don't have a goal, then you just don't know where you're going, right? I mean, you get up in your car, you say, okay, I'm going to San Francisco. All right, you put San Francisco in your car and takes you there, That's right? But yeah. and so, but if you just get in your car and you drive, well, you don't know where you're going. So I guess that's 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 uh. You have to know where you're going. You have to see yourself. I love that. Yeah, have have some direction, have an yeah. have an end goal, and be able to see that end goal, even though others around you might not be able to see it. Yeah, it's true. You know, and and, and it's um it, it's amazing what you would learn just by listening to to like minded people and people who have gone to these issues. If you sit down and listen for an hour, man, it, it'll change. <laughs> it'll change. I mean, so much more than you can even imagine. Yeah, the the overnight success thing is a myth. I think yeah, you know, yeah. there's that iceberg. What is that? The, the iceberg meme where yeah. what, what people see is the little bit on top and then there's the massive iceberg. Is oh, That's okay, what it. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't happen overnight, you know, and even, you know, honestly, and I think growing is, is not the hardest part. I think really keeping and sustaining a certain level, it, it, I think it turns to be harder because it's easy to get somewhere, but then now you have expectations, um, you have to meet deadlines and that's where the challenge begins. Yep. You know, if, if you can't do that uh, just as fast as you got there, you're going to come back down because you have to be able to do that. Yep. Yeah. That's a super good point. Well, guys, Juan Jose, I really appreciate you guys coming on. This was definitely a unique perspective and uh, I appreciate all the value you guys added here today. Hey, Brandon, again, you know, from us, thank you so much for having us. Uh, we will get to see you next week. Uh, in Orlando? Yeah, Orlando. That'll okay, be... It's an honor being here. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate appreciate you guys coming, and I'm looking forward to meeting you guys in person next week. Awesome. All right, man. Well, you have a good one, and then uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. If you want to learn more about the topics we discussed in this podcast and how you can use them to grow your painting business, visit paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast for free training, as well as the ability to schedule a personalized strategy session for your painting company. Again, that URL is paintermarketingpros.com forward slash podcast. Hey there, painting company owners. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Give us your feedback. Let us know how we did. And also, if you're interested in taking your painting business to the next level, make sure you visit the Painter Marketing Pros website at paintermarketingpros.com to learn more about our services. You can also reach out to me directly by emailing me at brandon at paintermarketingpros.com and I can give you personalized advice on growing your painting business. Until next time, keep growing. Painted podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.